I'm gonna make him an offer to gamble. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Oh, what a day! What a lovely day! I've been around the station a few times. Assemble. With the first pick in the draft. Hello and welcome to the Film Draft Podcast. I am your host, Jacob Cunningham. With me, as always, is my co-host, Jaron Heron. How are we, brother? Absolutely doing great today, mate. Yourself? I'm um, really good. Um, we've dropped our first episode. We're, this is the third episode, but uh, we've gotten a lot of great feedback from our debut, and we appreciate everybody who's listening to the show so far. But today, it's a big one. We are talking 2010 sci-fi films in honor of Christopher Nolan, who did so much for that genre in that decade with Oppenheimer having just come out. So we've got two very special guests today. First up, Coming from the land of Israel, he is my movie trivia tag team partner. He's a podcaster in his own right, the host of the Film Fanatics. It is Gal Balaban. How you doing, Gal? Oh, yeah. It's great to be here. I'm honored to be the first American or the first non-Australian on the podcast because uh, we had a lot of options to choose, some, to choose from. And sci-fi, 2010 sci-fi specifically, just makes up so much, like a big chunk of my favorite movies list. So I'm really excited to do this. Also on our panel today is uh, the very, very talented, he's a cinematographer, he's a director, he's a writer, but he made his name doing editing and VFX. He's a very talented collaborator. Uh, He's worked with me on a bunch of films, including the feature film we're shooting right now. He's uh, my very good friend, Mr. Joshua DeBoer, all the way from Australia. How are you, Josh? Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm uh, I'm glad to be the third Australian on this podcast out of three. Um, I think you're like the excited. fifth one at this point. <laughs> uh, do you guys count? Do you guys really count? Oh, if we don't count, then you're the, you're the third. Third guest is Australian. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm very excited to be on here and I'm going to have a lot of fun and I'm keen to go through some sci-fi movies with you gentlemen. You and chose also, this topic, so I'm I did. expecting yeah, some passion. Topic. I'm very competitive when it comes to sci-fi, and I expect a win from Team DeBoer over here. Uh, Josh. Some, some blood will be shed today, so are we ready to get started, boys? Let's get into it. Do you want to you tell bet. us how the, uh, how the list turned out? Because you did a randomizer again for our draft order. Oh, God. So, yep, I'm randomizing our draft order for each episode, and uh, for the third time in a row, I've pulled the last pick. The order is Josh, Jaron, oh, Gall, and then myself. So, um, I don't know, the randomizer I'm using hates me, but again, it's proof that I'm not, uh, not fixing this shit. Um, but, yeah, so... <laughs> That is our order, and then it'll be going back to front in a snake draft until we get to all 20 picks. So, Josh, you have the number one pick. It's quite fitting. It's your draft. You are going to get your favorite 2010 sci-fi movie. What's it going to yes, be? Yes, thank you, Jacob. I, and this is going to be no surprise to Jaron, I'm a huge Denis Villeneuve fan. Damn it. Now, which <laughs> one am I going to choose? It's Arrival, Jacob. Damn it. Yeah, there are, I there, really are wanted arrival. there are two movies it's I desperately wanted, and that time. is one of them. Yep. yep. Some uh, of my favorite movies of all time. It is uh one of my favorite movies of all time and directly inspired the um one of the films that definitely directly inspired the short film that I've recently first time directed. It's messes with time in such a good, beautiful, haunting way. And the execution all around from Denis and directing and like vfx as well and all of that 
Excellent all-round story. Excellent all-round film. And my first pick, Jacob. Thank you. Uh, that's deeply upsetting, and now I just have yeah, to hope that Jaron and Gull don't take the other movie I very much wanted, because Arrival, I think, is what should be the number one pick in this draft. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Arrival should be absolutely stoked to um, get picked first, and it definitely deserves it. It was one very high on my list, mm-hmm. so good pick there, mate. Good pick. Um, so I'm next. I was originally – I figured that one of the two Denis films would be taken first, and I was going to zig to the next one. But I'm actually going to zag. I'm going to zag to a George Miller joint from the 2010s. I and hate I'm going to be you so much. Mad That's Max God Fury damn. Road. Oh, wow. I didn't even Excellent think of that decision. as sci-fi, but it, it works really well. That's, 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 also that's my two picks gone. Movie. It's very post-apocalyptic, but... <sighs> yeah, it is. Um, it's one <clears throat> of the... Yeah, I think it's um, it's one of the best legacy sequels ever made. It is... It is um, it is high octane uh, action at its absolute best. It's frenetic. It's beautiful. The blend of CGI with the practical effects are completely innate to the point where you don't even see them, and it deserved all the accolade it's got. And uh, it's it's one of the best sci-fi movies of the 2010s. It's also the best action movie ever made, and I'm very upset right now. Well deserved. Apologies. The best, maybe the best Australian film ever made too. Um, you could feel it, it's going to pop up in a lot of our drafts over the years. I think. Yes, you you'll get it back yes. one day, brother. So, Gal, my friend, you've got the third pick. Has your day been ruined like mine has? Honestly, no, because my next pick, I think, will split people like seventy thirty on if they want to vote for me. But I think it has enough online love, the same way I have love for this movie. That I'll be fine having Interstellar as my number one pick. That was my third one. (laughs) It's one of my favorite movies and it's the most, to this day, the most special theatrical experience I've had. And I was just thinking about it nonstop for months afterwards. So honoring Nolan by honoring Nolan. I can't even um, argue with that. Obviously, there's a lot of Nolan movies from the 2010s you could pick, but I I agree. Interstellar is fucking great. I love it. Excellent choice. My love trans all movies, but not that film. That that might <laughs> that might be my favorite movie that I don't give five stars to. I think it's just yeah, it's it's beautiful and it's very counterintuitive. Almost my favorite Nolan movie. Almost. Josh, not a uh, fan. So of it, I, Josh is not a fan. No, he said that like twice in the past ten seconds. <laughs> No, it's uh, a, I, I, no, I agree. It's a four out of five film, but I would put it on the low end of four out of five. It, it was not a my clunky, favorite just, It was a clunky metaphor, but I think he was saying he liked it. Josh just said his love transcends all movies, but not Interstellar. How does that not mean? No, I, I got it because it's a reference to the movie, to Anne Hathaway in the movie. <laughs> I understand that. It, it took me a second to get he doesn't that. love it. <laughs> uh, I feel like I said he I loved it. it. Let's, let's not break apart my Josh. logic and the lack thereof. I, okay, I do enjoy gaslighting me. Uh, I, all right. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a common occurrence. Yeah. All right. Oh, it's my turn now with the fourth pick. Um, apologies for interrupting you guys in my outburst, but I was literally like, I need Arrival of Fury Road, and if I can't get one of them, I'll take Interstellar as my third. But that's <laughs> all over. So uh, I think I've got two films I'm going to be pretty happy with picking in their place, um, even though I think you guys picked... Uh, the correct top three. So my first pick, I'm going to go with a film that maybe doesn't get talked about as much today, but I think it is a film that was instrumental in me first becoming a film lover. And uh, it is a very, it's a film that put a particular auteur on the map and that is going to be Snowpiercer. 
for my first yeah. um but it was Makes the fun. film that introduced me to Bong Joon-ho and then I went back and watched all his other stuff and uh it's just so brilliant it feels like you're going through video game levels it was like an introduction to capitalism and class warfare for my tiny teenage brain uh Chris Evans gives what may be his career best performance in that film it's on a technical level it's immaculate it lets actors go for broke with these crazy performances like whatever Tilda Swinton's doing in that movie um <laughs> it's just yeah it's insane it's tragic uh, I absolutely love it. And I think it it's a shame. I was actually just thinking about it while picking it. It doesn't really get talked about it today as much as it really deserves to. So um, I'm pretty, I'm happy taking Snowpiercer at my first pick. Yeah, and great I've pick. got it's another pick thanks to the Snake Order. And I'm going to take a film that gets better every time I watch it. And it's a film that I think at pick five with the how beloved this film is, I think at pick five, this film is an absolute steal. And I... I'm going to be taking Blade Runner 2049. Denis Villeneuve has... Yeah, I expected that. Yeah, so see, Denis I'm... Villeneuve on you, bro. <laughs> I'm not as... Hey, I can't argue with it. <laughs> I remember if I didn't, if you didn't take it. <laughs> I don't worship that film the way some people do, but I think it, it it's pretty close to being a masterpiece. And every time I watch it, it gets better and better. <laughs> um, And it, it's only second to Arrival because Arrival is a masterpiece. And Denis Villeneuve has just cemented himself as the go-to sci-fi filmmaker, even surpassing Nolan and what he's been doing. So Blade Runner 2049 at the fifth pick, I think that's a steal. I cannot thank you enough for choosing a movie that literally stars me. So I appreciate that, man. I'm glad to be on your list. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent couple of picks, Jacob. All right. And that brings us back to goal. So you mentioned that I'm currently in Israel. And if you didn't know, a woman by the name of Natalie Portman was also born here. And in 2018, she did a movie called Annihilation, which is my second oh, pick. Ooh, nice but, one. Um... I mean, I, it, it's a movie that you can rewatch, you can think about. I love it. Um, and Alex Garland's such a great creator. He also did another movie that I'm sure is going to come up. Uh, if y'all haven't seen the miniseries Devs with Nick Offerman, watch it. Uh, I also loved Men with Jesse Buckley. I know some people didn't, but I loved so it. I, I can't wait to see what yeah, he does I next. Did. I don't think that's the best Garland movie you could it's have taken. It's not the first Garland film I expected <clears throat> to come on the board, but Can't I didn't love Annihilation. I stand yeah, by it. Yeah. Excellent yeah, choice. All right. Next oh, God, up, it's Jaren. back to me. All right. <laughs> Pick back seven. To me. Yeah. Cool. Um, so I will, yeah, I was going to go somewhere else, but I'm surprised that this has dropped this low. So I'm just going to have to go and swoop up and take it. And I'm taking another Nolan movie from the 2010s. I'm going to go with Inception as my second nice on the one. list. Yeah. Um, I watched I watched this again uh, at its 10-year anniversary screening at the cinemas. Um, took my wife and, yeah, I, th- I remembered it being really good but not really understanding the innate love for it. But watching it again, man, what a fucking – what a great film. Um, I think it's – it can be incomprehensible if you don't pay attention, but when you do, I think it it, it fits together like a puzzle. Um, it, it's really beautiful to look at. Again, the the practical effects are incredible. Great performances all around. Um, it, it introduced that classic score, which now hundreds of movies have copied ever since, and it really did put Nolan c- cemented him on the nap after his Dark Knight films. But um, yeah, great great pick Inception, I th- and I, I honestly think for um, what is that pick seven? That's that's a pretty good steal. Yeah, sci-fi Nolan is best Nolan, and he has now yeah. been sufficiently honoured on our draft. Couldn't it. 
I no, stand I, by okay, that. Okay, actually, I, okay, no. I, I take that back. No, I take no, that back. No, 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 no. But that's not 2010, so his 2010's legacy is untarnished. In the words of Travis Scott, it's very fire. If you have Travis to use Scott Travis the key Scott to all this. To, to, yeah, fuck no. Shut up. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, keep going with that, Jared. Uh, look, yeah, no, we, we can't win them all. I'm going to hurt some feelings. Yeah, let's uh, keep going. <laughs> all right, uh, Josh, you're up with pick number eight in your second pick, and you've got two in a row. Oh, exciting, very exciting. Um, I'm going to do a complete 180 to these high-budget masterpieces of sci-fi cinematic extravaganza per se i'm gonna do a complete 180 to a film that i recently re-watched a couple days ago just to just for this selection just to make sure of how sure it was that i enjoyed this film and i think i know how much it sort of inspires me and it's lovecraftian but gal i would like you to take a guess at what you think it is is it under the skin no Oh, that would a be a one. cool pick, though. All right, what do we got? More low budget. Um, <laughs> Even more low budget. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is. I know what A couple it is. of my favorite directors, Justin Benson, Aaron Moorhead, oh. The Endless, 2017. It's very Lovecraftian. It's out. It's so out there. Ooh, I haven't seen this, actually. Time. I cannot recommend it enough for how much they're able to get away with. Uh, the budget, the creative filmmaking, the problems they had to, like, must have had to overcome with this film. And it's just, I love it so much. They they directed uh, Synchronic a couple of years later, which I had watched first. And then have I went back and I loved that so much. And I went back. He, yeah, he named it. You must, it's The Endless. Yeah, it's The Endless. Oh, uh, yeah. He named it oh, ages ago. The yeah. list. Um, Didn't they yeah, direct I, Moon Knight? I think they were involved with it um but yeah i hear they're super interesting yep. and doing a lot with low budget so i'm definitely gonna have to check that Endless. one out especially with you yeah. dropping the number two pick on it respect i, I haven't seen that's that how much either. i think it deserves to be up there it's if if you've seen synchronic it sort of takes that idea it really expands upon it it's it's well it's completely different but they definitely have a style that's a style i love and it's messing with time Good stuff. That's probably the the craziest pick so far in terms of uh, stuff we didn't add to the list. But it's deeply add personal, it and I love it. Has so the rest of y'all seen it? No, no, we haven't. No, I haven't. Okay, I I'll watch it. I'm definitely definitely go and watch it. After that. Go and watch it. It, it yeah. has. Uh, I, will. I will say there are like low budget parts to it that <laughs> can sometimes attract you from uh, like being in the mood and like watching the film, but. No, I, I love that the shit, whole man. film it, it it pushes through. It pushes through, and that's why we got Josh. I'm very to, uh, of That's that that's why Josh chose sci-fi, and that's why we got him on here, right? He's he's pulling out the picks none of us have ever heard of. He's a barrel of information. This man. I've heard of it. Oh. Settle down. I just haven't seen it yet. I've heard of those guys. Okay, stuff I haven't heard. <laughs> They're on the radar. Uh, uh, I guess I'll just go fuck myself then. <laughs> All right, Josh, you've got another pick, my friend. All right, uh, back to, back with a budget. I'm choosing. I'm choosing the actual best Alex Garland movie, Ex Machina. Nice one. It yep. has the I most slightly prefer devastating Annihilation, but I love the argument for either. I, I, I love Annihilation great. too, and I I had them both at the same spot, and if either one was going to pick, I was going to go with the other. So um, I went with Axe Machina, and just... I think it's the most devastating ending I've ever watched in a film, and it's... Ooh. It just sticks with you. How much heart is built up, and it's like... I don't want to spoil it for any 
potential listeners, and if you've seen it, you'll know what I'm talking about, but it's uh, extravagant. It's the combination of extravagant and exquisite. Extravagant. As someone who's always wanted to fuck a robot, it really spoke to Josh. <laughs> okay, you've got me there. You've got me there. It's probably awesome to Look, listen man, to I like, gender, like an absolute star. I just like seeing like, women in cages and prison. I think that may have even been my introduction to the dude. <laughs> <laughs> top top Oscar Isaac movie. Oh, bearded eyes. Tech mogul ahead of the game, ahead of the game. I'm going to take yeah, my pick class. 10. One of his we're, best roles, we're going say. on around here, right? I'm going to take my pick 10. Um, oh, so yeah, go ahead. I'm sure you guys know, uh, pick, at pick 10, um, the director of, or, or sorry, one of the producers of Jackass in 2013 made a very personal. God damn it. Very no, I wanted this movie so bad. Um, and this is her from 2013 with uh, Joaquin Phoenix, Scarlett Johansson, Chris Pratt, Olivia Wilde, um, great cast, Amy Adams. Um, I rewatched it a few days ago to make sure I wanted it to be on my list, and I do. And her is beautiful. Um, it's about a man that, um, that, that has a relationship with an artificial intelligence robot, and it's about love, loss, it's about grief. But what I love, it, what I love about it is it's about taking accountability for one's actions and is really shown that through this relationship with this artificial intelligence, oh, wow. and it really shows him who he is and... Yeah, it's a it's a great film. So her at pick three for me. Yeah, great. Pick. I'm sorry, it's not I my picked, board, but it's a beautiful. Film. I should have picked her before Annihilation. I don't know what I was doing, but <laughs> hey, look, you you and Josh have gone the I real like left field way. personal pick twos. I love it. No, you're you can't argue. Annihilation's not that obscure, so bro. No, it's not obscure, but it's just it's not the <laughs> Garland movie you would jump. Most people would jump to, bro. But the Endless I do is not it. that obscure. It's no, it's not. But <laughs> it's, it was made for less than a million dollars. It's obscure, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's not obscure in our circles, but it's not mainstream. But uh, anyway, Gal, you have pick number eleven for your third movie. What are you taking? I'm gonna take another risk here. Ad Astra. I love it. Starring oh, Brad Pitt. I love oh, the risk. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That was yes, my play. Yes. Well played. Well played. Wow, I'm, I'm really Great glad dick. to have the support. I love this movie. Yes. I think it's the excellent. sci-fi aspect of it, the, um, the fact that like the moon has become a city and there's like this Fury Road style journey across the solar system. Um, I personally had no idea what people were talking about when people said it was slow because I just enjoyed every second of it. And it's one of Brad Pitt's top three performances, in my opinion. It is slow, but in a really interesting and meditative way. And the only thing that held it back for me was that it, it, it you could tell the studio had meddled with it and thrown in some narration. I think that's, I, I didn't like that part deeper either. Introspective. I still loved it though. And it had some of the mm -hmm. best cinematography of that year, whatever year it came out. Yeah. Great. For sure. Very cool pick. I watched Excellent it with my pick. wife in the cinema and she fell asleep. So that's her a diamond of the film. That's the mark. Oh, I, really <laughs> I love no, no, she, that she, film so she much. She was pregnant at the time and she, she actually went and rewatched it by herself on Netflix and really liked it. So that's a mark of a good film right there. I, the other week I walked in on my dad watching it and he was halfway through and I was like, oh, I, I wouldn't have picked this for your kind of movie. And he was like, yeah, I'm about to turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, I was in theaters with my dad and we both really liked it actually. Oh, that's good. My it was like a just packed opening night, like all the seats were full, kind of thing. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh. All right, 
Uh, moving on, I have two more picks and I hate being lost because every week I've got to have two picks in a row and it's way too much stress and pressure. Um, but your top four are insane. Don't worry about it. This is really, really tough. There are, I reckon, four films right here, all of which I really, really want. Um, there's one that I know... I know Jaron's probably not too far away from taking this, so I think I'm going to nab it from him. Uh, it's a film that's very special to me, and uh, the second time on the show that I will be taking a film from Edgar Wright's Cornetto trilogy, uh, and that is going to yeah. be the world's end Fuck. for my I'm third pick. It off my list. Excellent choice. Um, okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I'm going down the list it. here now. Damn it. It's, it's a great sci-fi film, but it's also a great body comedy, a great action comedy, and a, a great you know, a drama about being a man child and being stuck and <laughs> being depressed and being an alcoholic. And there's so much personal stuff to it. Uh, on top of all the crazy alien nonsense that throws back to like invasion of the body snatchers type, uh, sixties schlocky alien invasion movies. Uh, it's just so cool. And it's, uh, I think it's such an underrated film. I absolutely love it. Still remember the bring first that time that I saw the cinema. Osmond Pike plays like the ultimate British it girl in this movie. So good. I was going to bring that out after you talking about how crazy it is and how fun it is. It becomes incredibly poignant towards the end and really sad. Like it really puts that character of Gary on his head and the ending's great. Yeah. Simon Pegg's best performance. I wish I took it. Yeah, I wish I took it. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, I figured I figured you'd be coming up. This is really tough, and I'm debating whether do I take a film that I absolutely adore. I mean, I adore all these films, or do I steal another film from Jaron? Do it. Um, <laughs> What's on your door, bro? I adore the film I want to steal from Jaron, too. Um, Do it. Come on. I'm going to. The old you um, would. This is a film that I think hasn't been talked about enough in the last few years, and it wasn't talked about enough when it came out. And uh, so it may not be as high on some people's boards. It will be high on Jaron's, but this is a very, very special film to me and a very special trilogy to me. I'm going to ah, be taking which War one? for the Planet of the Apes. Oh, Ooh, yeah. that's a good one. Excellent choice that's of the trilogy. That's a good one. Now, I know that I now opens up. <clears throat> oh, I know it opens up Dawn to be taken by someone else, and I think they're both incredible films, but War is the one that it's one of the best conclusions to a trilogy ever. I think Matt Reeves is just about the best blockbuster filmmaker working today, um, and what he did with the Batman just did more to cement that, but I think that's such an underrated film trilogy. Yeah, 100%. I think Dawn is slightly better, but I still love War, and I, I love that choice. But for my next pick, there's a movie I still love more than the Planet of the Apes trilogy, and it's a movie that'll make you hate disco music. It's called The Martian. Yeah, that <laughs> was that was the passion pick I was weighing up. So nicely nice. done. Nice. I was between that. I, and I knew Apes. The Martian was one of the two. Yeah, I love The Martian. And I, I had to verify if it was really sci-fi, but it's like. Like he survives with his own shit in Mars, so there's that. Hey, give him some but, respect. He's Mars. He's Mar He's the best botanist on Mars. Yeah, and he's Dude, a the space size pirate. of this ensemble cast is not talked about. Like you had Jessica oh Chastain, Sebastian Stan, uh, Kristen Wiig, Chiwetel Ejiofor, Jeff Daniels, Donald Glover, uh, Kate Mara. Um, Michael Pena that doesn't even scratch the surface Sean Bean a in a scene where movie. they reference Lord of the Rings like the, yeah the, the council of Elrond really project Elrond that Elrond movie looks hard bro and I think it's <laughs> yeah and like when I saw it I gave it 5 out of 5 and I rewatched it I need to rewatch it again to see if that score holds up it's, it's a, a 5 out of 5 it's so easy to rewatch well 
I feel and like my joke went over like a lead balloon. It was a uh, it was a it was a reference to a line said in the Martian to serve for unknown. So I don't feel. Wait, like what'd you say? I, I don't know if I heard heard you. I said he's the best botanist on Mars, and it was received with silence. No, no, so I, I heard it, and then I, I heard it, and then I piled on with the space pirate, which was another reference. So I, was, I heard it. I just, I just, wanted, a, I just wanted an attaboy. Yeah, I, I was yes ending you with <laughs> another film. Space Cowboys directed by Clint Eastwood. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's going to be picking that. Uh, probably because mostly because yeah, it's from the wrong movies. decade, but probably other reasons too. <laughs> yeah, um, it's all right, uh, Jaron, you're up with pick fifteen, your fourth pick. Yeah, um, this one, may, uh, you taking War for the Planet of the Apes made my next pick tougher because I'm not sure if I want to zig and and go something different and make my list more unique, or go for Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, which is a film I really, really love. Um, and I'm I'm just gonna have to go with what my heart says, and that is to take Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Um, nice one, solidarity, think, brother. Yeah, man. Um, Matt Reeves coming into that franchise. I think Dawn particularly stands out because the first film, Rise, was really it was compelling and it had great characters, but the the visual style wasn't there yet. And it's like, yeah, this is a good film and that's about it and then dawn came along and said no this can be a franchise here's how we're going to make them um here's how we can make the characters better and that fucking launched this franchise into the stratosphere and made it as critically well received um as the franchise stands today i think that really elevated the platform and i think that's why that stands out for me it i again i liked rise and i watched dawn and i was like yes these movies these are it um and again i I can't knock war at all because i do love it but um I'm going to take Dawn partly because it's the only one left and partly or the only one I want to take left and Rise partly there, because but... it did put it on the map for me. Yeah, yeah Rise is not quite <laughs> – <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, that's why I figured, you know, I, I'd get get in there before Jaron because that's – in particular, Jaron and I, we're huge fans of that trilogy, so I'm very appropriate. You're such a big fan of here. War for the Planet of the Apes that you fell asleep at the first screening of it we went together. No, Dawn. <laughs> Dawn I fell asleep is in. Is it Dawn you fell asleep yeah. in, you motherfucker? Really? In at Adelaide at Marion Shopping Centre, I fell asleep because I was tired. I now have that film rated five stars. I've rectified that mistake. Just connecting some dots. There's a lot of people falling asleep next to Jaron in the movies. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, on that that note, Josh, what's your (sighs) final? What? No, you've got two picks in a row. Your fourth and final pick. My fourth and final pick. So when I, I went when I went back and I was thinking about what kind of movies. Uh, really resonated with me and the ones that I just remembered from the 2010s, the last decade. So many of them have been cut off in this excellent list we have going here. Uh, but there is one, one movie that I th- I don't think was going to get picked, which I think deserves to be picked. And I think it's some of my favorite Carl Urban sci-fi movie film. Oh, yes. And that is 2012's Dread. Love it. Yes. Oh, oh God. Yeah. I thought you were going to say film. Star Trek Into Darkness, and I was like, let's go. <laughs> I know. I was trying to throw uh, you off there with Carl Urban. That wouldn't have <laughs> been my Star Trek. Yeah. Pick, but, uh, <laughs> if you said Rick, Dread I would have been Dread mad. is what I go to. Dread is what I go to. It's excellent. I'd say like um, uh, Dread and Snowpiercer are, to a degree, interchangeable with uh, the whole classism and all the yep. dreads. And both being comic I book films. I feel like it's a lot darker, and comic book films as well. And yeah. An excellent uh, we remake. We didn't say well, at the no top remake, of the episode, but... but superhero movies are off limits for this draft because that could be its own draft. So Dread's probably about as close as we get to that. But uh, it's I'll just put it out there. Thing. I know I got I'll rid of Endgame for that. 
the raid walked so that Dread could run. I'll just put that out there. <laughs> Look, I, I <laughs> agree. No but Dread Dread's the raid. I'll take really the raid knockoff over something. Uh, I think Josh if you get the raid and Dread... Podcast, I needed to get one on him. Oh, just Not you just wait till we're drafting action films. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think if you get like the raid and Dread and smash them together, you get John Wick. I don't agree, mm, but I don't you can, think you so, can say that all you that's, like. That's, that's my theory. <laughs> Look, we don't need to poke holes in my logic. His best performance is still the boys. Uh, I can't argue. Yeah, that. he's great in the boys. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I he's thought having his face covered the entire he's time in dread was worth. That was such a he that was such a Lord. powerful choice, hey, because he easily could have been um, the diva who who wanted to get his face out there. Like I'm doing this big comic book character. Sly just played him. I want people to know it's me. But mm-hmm. he didn't. He took the choice that he thought would fit the character and that the filmmakers wanted, and that's why that film works. It had passion behind it, both behind and in front of the camera. And yet, like you said, yeah, Josh, that's a, that was a great choice. All right, Thank Josh, you. you got what's your final pick? <laughs> Leave a moment of silence in here. <laughs> There's so many on the list, but I, I have everyone, prepared my last pick. Everyone thought that like their pre-preparation, you need to be in predestination. Love it. Mm-hmm. 2014. No, I've never seen it. I need to watch oh, this movie. One of the more great of my movies Australian you need to watch. movies. It have is to watch this yeah. Sarah Snook, Ethan Hawke. Yeah. It is excellent. That I can't say anything about it without it. spoiling it. It's yeah, Sarah we don't. Snook we can't go into spoilers. We don't want to go into that this decade, man. Wow, yeah, if if you're, it's, it's, just went to the top of my list with that description. I need to watch yeah. that now. No, if you're uh, listening to this and you're um, a Succession fan, watch Predestination. Sarah Snook's performance in it. Ever since I saw it in 2014, I've been following her with such interest because she is so good in that film. It's excellent. It was one of the best. Let's go. Shout out. Sarah Snook was great in Pieces of a Woman. Yeah. Mm. Um, Josh, I think it fit. I, I think we can say this without spoilers. It fits your list because it also plays with time, which again is something that you've said really resonates with you. That's definitely, that's like three out of my five is just <laughs> messing with time and arrival and preservation of fun book. I feel like in a past life, it I was is robot stuff. fetish. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. I like sleeping with robots and I like messing with time so no one knows about it. I mean, those are the two <laughs> yeah. main pillars of sci-fi, is it not? Last robots time I checked. Time. Ro- robot fucking and time fuckery. Uh, I mean, no, no one Inception wants and to Interstellar have from me, time. so. Yeah. Oh, no. All right. Uh, that is Josh's list. Let's move it back over to my co-host, Jaron. What do you, yeah. I have no idea what this is going to be for your final pick. Oh, man. Such a huge list of films to choose from that are remaining, but I'm going to pick one that um, I fell in love with when I first watched it, which was over 10 years ago. It's early 2010s. Um, And this has become more divisive, I think, since it came came out to really great reviews and reception, but I think it's become more divisive over the years. But it's one I've always loved and I rewatch all the time. Um, It's one of my my favorite sci-fi movies. And I'm going to take another- Is this one Star Trek Into Darkness? I'm never picking Star Trek into darkness, my brother. (laughs) Never, man. (laughs) It's not the the best best Star Trek Trek movie movie. from that. Oh no! Oh no! Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take another one that messes with time um, because I think my my Mm. list needs that a little bit. Um, And I'm going with Looper, uh, Ryan Johnson's Looper. Ooh, Um, it's a good one. Excellent. Yeah, I'm. That would have been my time. If I was gonna bring one in. 
Yeah, I think it's so interesting the way it plays with time. Um, it does it uh, unlike any other film really does. Like it sets out a set of rules and sure the rules may not make complete sense when you think about it, but I, I think it makes sense in the context because the film says this is what we're doing and and this is how it works. And then in the context of the film, that's how it works. Um, and I, I really love it. It's it's um, really tense. The storyline's so interesting. Um, I really think the makeup may not have aged well, but I think that performance is really great nonetheless. Um, and that torture scene, all I can say is that torture scene, that sticks with everyone. It's it's great. Um, and, yeah, I love it. Also, great child performers of the last oh, 10 years. Oh, my God, dude. Mm. Amazing child performance. And that ending is haunting. I don't want to spoil it, but that oh, ending um, in the field chasing to the train, yeah, that is yeah. that is that is More devastating endings. All right. Yeah, great I'll- Bring us home with your final pick. I think I've given up on trying to please the crowd just because I think oh. Jaren might have this one in the bag. So I'm going yeah, with my heart here. Scared, yeah. Uh. So I'm just going to go with my heart. Ready Player One, directed by Steven Spielberg. No! Um, I love that movie. Jaren does you not. You finish your list, Jaren. What are you talking about? I, I love that movie. Uh, I no, saw it in IMAX bad, 3D no. the weekend it came out to a full crowd. Oh, and me and my dad like and my brother just looked afterwards and we just said that was amazing. I think it has such it has like such this amazing Spielbergian energy, the same energy that you would feel in ET with the kids. And I think the visuals are really beautiful. And I think Ty Sheridan and Mark Rylance and Olivia Cook and Lena Waithe, Simon Pegg, that whole cast. Ben Mendelsohn is the villain. Everyone's a lot of fun. And it's just classic Spielberg fun on today's visual scale. And that's why I love this movie. I honestly like it more than The Fablemans. It's one of my favorite recent Spielberg movies. It has some cringe elements, but it's so much fun and wondrous. Yeah. No, fun. I love the wonder that Spielberg brings to it. I don't think anyone else could have done it as well. Yeah. I just think that's the best he could have made it. Jaron, do you have any words? Uh, I think it's um, disgusting to look at and it's cynical corporate bilge, but I won't, I won't go into that. We'll just move on. I think podcast podcast listeners can't see Jaren's face right now, but it's uh, disheveled to say the least. What movie is like pro corporation these days? Every movie is like anti big corporations these days. It All wanted right. to be anti big corporation, but that's not what it ended up being. And it wasn't a love letter to all these things that it brought together. It was fucking shameless in the fact that I don't want to. Let's just keep going. <laughs> I disagree. I will say he doesn't friend, like Spielberg. That's that's a beauty that's of fine, this, man. Yeah, I, I yeah, will say I don't morally it. agree with how they use the Iron Giant, but other than that, I love it. I also oh, yeah, think that um, in this movie, uh, favorite movie, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the but okay. Uh, I but I, I will say, God, I I love having the discussion, and I never resent anyone from liking films because we wouldn't have films if you know different people didn't like. Oh yeah, them. and it is one that is um. It is, it is like acclaimed. It, it, I, I, I understand I'm in the minority and I don't, again, I don't regret anyone for liking it. I'm glad you like it. And I like having the discussion. And that's all I want to say about that. Jaren, to quote a character from Ready Player One, us? you're a noob. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, how does this mean? Reality is the only thing that's real, something like that. All right. Um, yeah. There are. Oh my God, this is, I've got literally like six movies here that I'm surprised no one picked um there's a few on my board that i really like but i think i'm gonna join gal in not trying to please the crowd and just going with a passion pick uh and i've got a couple of these here but uh one that i think is very fitting because the film has just had its uh 10 year anniversary which is pretty crazy i'm going with pacific rim all right Ping. nice uh, everyone's yeah. entitled to their opinion 
Not a fan. All right. Love Great it. Movie. Yeah. Great movie. But Uprising sucks. The sequel sucks. Oh, no. Oh, I mean, the, the I, as, as far as I'm concerned, Pacific Rim does not have a sequel. Um, I adore this movie. Probably I think good, but that's it. The effects in this movie put to shame every movie that's been made in the last year that's not named Avatar The Way of Water. It is so oh, absolutely. In- incredible to look at. Um, everything is so tactile and real and big. The the water, the just it's so cool. It is so cool. It's so fun to watch. E- every time I want to test a new TV or a speaker or a piece of hardware, Pacific Rim is the movie I throw in. That or Mad Max Fury Road. Um, it's so earnest. You know, the characters are so much fun, which is why I hate what the sequel did with them. But uh, yeah, it's an earnest throwback to the kaiju movies of old, and I could watch it every week. I adore it. Pacific Rim's like it, really immersive. And then the second one looks like a Power Rangers movie or a Power yeah, Rangers it's, cartoon. It's weightless. It, it takes away everything the first film gets right. But it um, takes two of my boxes, yeah. which is, is the movie fun? And does the movie have Charlie Day? So it ticks both of those boxes. So I really like oh, it. And yeah, it only takes was one so out of two of my boxes. Robots, no time. In the second it, movie, yeah. Charlie Day was horrible. Also, shout yeah, out I Bird Gorman, who I think is... It. I think Burn Gorman's the only person in the second movie who still feels like he's in Pacific Rim. Everyone he's else, he's a great character. <laughs> he is yeah. Mr. Pacific Rim. He is the. It's me, John Pacific Rim. Uh, he's like, right. yes, yes. <laughs> no, we are Pacific Rim. That is a, <laughs> hell yeah. That is our draft. All right, boys. we're yeah, we're gonna go through one by one, and we're gonna read out our five lists. Tell them, uh, d- tell us briefly why this list represents you, why you picked your films, and um, and then we're then we're gonna vote, Joshy. You go first in draft order. What is your list one to five? All right. So number one, we have Arrival. Number two, The Endless. Three, Ex Machina. Four, Dread. And five, Predestination. I think this expresses my love of mid to low budget sci-fi movies. I say mid. Dread still had like a $45 million budget, which is crazy that that's considered mid by nowadays standards. I think Arrival Despite having come out, out in 2012. Yeah, how much was Arrival? I, I bet it was over 100 mil or something like that. Arrival but was like around right. 90 million, 100 million. Yeah. I think. I don't know, actually. Also Very still well kind of um, respectively low considering what comes out today. And generally that stuff is more creative because limitations yes. breed creativity like, mm-hmm. and looks better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, go no, on, Josh. I, I, think, I think nothing sort of sums that up more than perhaps like The Endless or even Predestination <laughs> is going to be more of a budget for creativity I, I, overcoming budget. As an Australian podcast, you've done the right thing picking Predestination. That is a yes. great Aussie-made sci-fi movie. All right. It had to uh, be in there. Gal, do you want to recap your list for us? Oh, we're not going draft yeah, so I have. Don't worry about it. Oh, I don't know. Um, that is... <laughs> All right, Jaron, you want to recap your list for us? <laughs> no, I don't want to. I, don't, I feel bad. I don't want to take over Gal. Is this going to happen on Thank every you. episode? Thank recap, Jaron. Jaron, was like two minutes ago, and then uh, we just I'm, steamrolled me. I'm zonked, brother. All right. Who's going? <laughs> Oh, okay, I'll talk. <laughs> I'll take some initiative because I'm the elder here. No, I'm probably not. I'm probably by far the youngest. You're definitely but, the youngest uh, person here. Uh, all right, so I have Interstellar, Annihilation, Ad Astra, The Martian, and Ready Player One. I say vote for me if you're all so young and passionate. I'd say that uh, this sums up movies that I just am passionate for and have rewatched. And uh, enjoy talking about, even if they're not the first films in the conversation, when you say the word sci-fi. Um, also, if uh, if you were a teenager when these came out and these were very formative movies for you, then uh, welcome to the club. 
also very lots of movies about people being lost and in peril in space and other locations. Some lots, yeah, yeah. lots of survival lost in stuff. VR and in your <laughs> aunt, an abusive step uncle's RV elevated like 100 feet above the ground. All right. Now, should I go in just to make Jaron go last now? Go on, man. Yeah. <laughs> I Jaron didn't say his pick. I chose Snowpiercer, <laughs> Blade Runner 2049, The World's End, War for the Planet of the Apes, and Pacific Rim. I don't really have a specific theme here, but I think I've just taken stuff that represents my favorite in each sort of genre and space. I've got my franchise movie. I've got my big Rock'em Sock'em Robots fun fest. I've got my existential one. Uh, I've got my comedy. Uh, yeah, so I think I've just sort of got a broad range of stuff and I wish I could have gotten Arrival or Fury Road, but uh, overall, very, very happy with my team to the fact that my last pick is a film that I still absolutely adore. Jaron? You know, after you put World's End, um, I was thinking of putting Paul just so we'd have another comedy. <laughs> but, yes! excellent that would have been a good pick um cool so i've gone my list one to five is mad max fury road inception her dawn of the planet of the apes and looper um these are all these are five of my favorite films that i would put on at any time i think i've gone um i've gone really unique in terms of genre so you know i've got my big budget action movie i've got my um my intelligent adventure film i've got my romance i've got my kind of apocalypse doomsday film and i've got my fun time dilation movie so I, i'm really happy with all of these and when i'm in a different mood i put on any of these um but i don't think anyone here um picked a bad list I'm, I'm i'm stoked with everyone's list goals is more of a mixed bag but to be honest his pure the pure vera and virile passion he has defending his list kind of makes me want to vote for him anyway so um, <laughs> yeah, you, you lost jaron's list. vote with ready player one but i respect you so much for doing that yeah me too man yeah 100 <laughs> percent um yeah no so uh, yeah i'm stoked with mine i'm stoked with everyone's list so um yeah beautiful so if you would have if you would vote for someone's list that's not your own, who has your favorite list? Uh, I'll start this time, and uh, I'm sick of this because Jaron keeps fucking winning, but Jaron has my favorite list here, and I can't deny that. Fury Road, uh, Inception, Dawn, Looper, are all movies that were very, very high on my draft board, and I cannot argue with it. So Jaron, unfortunately, gets my vote. Thank you, brother. Joshy, who have uh, you got? <laughs> Moving on to me. Okay. I'm I'm tossing up between Gal and Jacob. But I think I'm gonna go with Jacob. I really don't I'm not that big of a fan of Pacific Rim, but I love all four of the rest of his movies so much that I think it overcomes adversity to defeat Jaron. <laughs> Thank you, brother. <laughs> all right. <laughs> he just doesn't want his mate to win. All right, Jaron, uh, who are you going to be voting for today? Heavy is the head that wears the crown, so that's all right, man. I know people will be coming at me. Um, I've won two of these in a row. It's time for someone else to win. Um, I'm actually going to double down, and I'm going to vote for Jacob. Um, I'm a fan of all five of those movies. Some of them are like near all-time favorites for me. You've got Blade Runner, um, you've got The World's End, you've got War for the Planet of the Apes, <laughs> Snowpiercer. Yeah, they're all great. I'm. I think Pacific Rim's good. I don't um, love it, but it is very fun. But the other four are top tier for me, man. That's a great fucking list. So I'm definitely voting with Jacob. Um, Original. But I respect. I respect the um, kind of uh, the the mixed bag that Josh and Gal both have. Respect them. <laughs> 
And Gal, to close it out, whose list would you take? I hate to be serving the status quo here, but I got to go with Jaren with Jacob Ooh. very close behind. The only reason I can't put Josh in the conversation is because I haven't seen the majority of his list. I've only seen Arrival and Ex Machina, so I need to get to those. You have some watching to do, my friend. I know. And we've got a tied ball game for our third episode. So, Jaren, I shake your hand and we'll put it to the fans. And uh, just to recap from our first episode, we've had our Instagram poll vote and Jack ended up winning that for his list of 2000s movies, which were The Departed, The Dark Knight, No Country for Old Men, Superbad, and The Incredibles. And before we it's go real quick... Does anyone have any sci-fi movies that didn't quite make the cut that they want to shout out real quick? Uh, like I said before, Under the Skin is a great one. Um, Star Trek Into Darkness and Beyond. Um, Force Awakens and Last Jedi. Um, Midnight Special directed by Jeff Nichols nice. with Michael Shannon. Yes. And then also a really underrated movie called I Am Mother with Rose Byrne ah. as the voice of a robot called Mother. Yeah, Locally I saw that here in Australian. I saw well, a I've got a of that. It was pretty I've good. I've got a question, and I might just be an idiot and forgetting large portions of this movie, but is Under the Skin sci-fi? Because to me, it's more a fantasy horror kind of. She's right? an like, alien. She's an alien sci-fi. Yeah. Oh, shut the fuck up. That makes a lot I of sense. I assume it's now. probably it's listed as sci-fi on IMDb, yeah. but um, yeah. yeah. I guess yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, shout yeah. out. There's some that I was re- I really would have liked to have if I had more picks. Um, Chronicle. Source Code. Uh, I really Ooh. love Jake Gyllenhaal. Not Gravity, I think, is underrated. I source Code, excellent. Um, Gravity won Oscars. How is it underrated? <laughs> no one. People don't like it. Because um, <laughs> it's not that good. And two more. Ten Cloverfield Lane, and uh, an Australian yeah. film that I love that I really wanted to pick is These Final Hours. It's this post yes, apocalyptic film, film. Uh, made in yep. Perth, also. Uh, by Zach Hilditch, I believe that is. He graduated a, from an incredible Curtin, movie. which Josh and I went to, so he's yeah. doing a lot better stuff than we are at younger than us. Brother. <laughs> uh, you'll get there. You'll get there. But, hey, let's um, let's, let's uh, start. Uh, we haven't finished. Yeah, that's for right. the anthology. We, 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 we we'll get finished. there. We'll get there. Um, as well with me, I uh, some some films that I really like that are more divisive. I wanted to highlight. I'm a really big fan of Never Let Me Go. I'm a really big fan of Book of Eli. Yeah, it's a really um, good one. It's oh, a great Book movie. Of, yeah. The Book of Eli is great. Uh, Prometheus, I'm um, a really big defender of. And Super 8. I like um, Alien Super Covenant a lot more. Alien Covenant's great too, yes. Um, and, and Super 8 yeah, is a, a good choice. Um, and these are, those are movies that I just wanted to highlight because I don't think they would be a popular choice. Mm-hmm. They're not some of my all-time favorites like my five are, but they are really good films I think that you will love. <laughs> All right, that is going to do it for this episode of the Film Draft. Thank you, as always, so much for listening. Uh, Gal, thank you so much for joining us today. Is there anything you want to plug and let us know where the people can find you? Yeah, find me on Instagram at Film Toppings and our podcast Instagram with my friend Alan at Film Fanatics Pod and with that name on YouTube. I've been on there a few times. It's a great show. Definitely give it a listen. Make sure to check out our episodes with Jacob. <laughs> And uh, Joshy, anything you want to plug? Where can the people find you? Uh, I want to plug the movie Prospect from 2018. Ooh. Pedro Pascal, one of the movies I wanted to throw on that. I was going to throw on The Void, Mandy, Edge of Tomorrow, Attack the Block, and First Man. Uh, moving yes. on to movies that I'm involved with. Uh, sci-fi film I'm doing um, VFX work on at the moment called Project Ejo. Uh, if you check that out on Instagram and socials, it's a very cool film. Uh, these Woods, you probably won't find it yet. I haven't started really advertising that much um but that's my sort of directorial debut 
And of course, we have the anthology and my film that I'm a part of with Jaron, quarter of that, uh, is Illness. Very excited. We shoot that start of next month. And yeah, that's the project I got going on this year. I'm awesome. very excited. First Thank man you would be me. more science fact than science fiction. Yeah, I, I didn't count it as man, but I would so have drafted it if I did it. count it. I knew okay. I couldn't. Like, I knew I couldn't do it, but I wanted to say it regardless. Hey, if, if you're a, if you're a moon landing denier, maybe it is science fiction. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, and on that note thank you so much follow the podcast uh at the film draft subscribe to us on spotify or wherever you're listening um interact with our posts you can you'll be able to vote on these results once the episode is dropped and feel free to shoot us dms with topic suggestions or if you'd like to come on as a guest uh jaron anything else you want to add before we go Yeah, absolutely. I just wanted to double up on what you said earlier. We had a really humbling reception to episode one, which is currently out now, episode two soon, because we are banking these. We got some five-star ratings, lots of listeners and followers are really grateful for that. Um, If you want to end up on the podcast, you can leave us a five-star review and a comment on your platform of choice, although we mostly see Spotify. You can also leave a comment on Instagram. And I did just want to highlight Ryan Farr, who commented on our Instagram post about uh, who wins the 2000 movies, he said, um, Jacob's list edges it out for me, even though Blake's got Spider-Man 2 and Ratatouille, no country for old men and Superman swam me big time, but I picked Jacob. So good on you, Ryan. Jacob, you got that vote. And uh, thank you Thanks, for listening Ryan. to the pod. I want to make him an offer, Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Oh, what a day. What a lovely day. Wait around the station a few times. Assemble. No! With the first pick in the draft.